0: Fans, Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast brought to you by Short Track I'm your host, Thomas Fattis, alongside two other Short Track guys in the studio, as always Jim Pokerant, driver of the 07, can't quit fishing.com, sportsman here locally at Five Speedway and 2021 Sportsman Champion, and Ted Baver, Ted Baver Video Productions, also locally in the southeast and short tracks, especially Five Speedway welcome guys greetings greetings
1: good afternoon sir
0: yeah we're gonna uh we've got a special guest is on uh with us right now uh we're gonna bring him in just shortly uh we've got some things to go over uh with this weekend a little bit of news a little bit of news yeah this bit. weekend at five flag speedway here friday night and then we're gonna go to mobile on saturday uh but we want to we want to touch on a little bit of a sportsman update here coming up uh, for this friday night at five flags jim
1: well, we got her, uh, was going to put a new clutch in, but of course Speedway sent me the wrong clutch, so I got the flywheel resurfaced and put the old clutch back in, and we fixed the shifter we had a problem with, so thanks to Ben Cranford for the use of his lift in his shop, yes. and uh tonight when I get home, I got to check the tow and just make sure we get everything ready because... I can't get off early from work, so I'm going to have to roll out, roll the car off, and hopefully Ben and him will have my tires ready. We'll bolt them on because we got a we're group qualifying this week. God. So I don't need practice. I just need group qualifying, so we should be pretty good. I got a new hood, finally. I finally replaced my beat-up old. Oh my, I've had that hood forever. We made it out of a roof of a semi. It's all aluminum. It looks good, but it's so beat-up. It's got so many holes drilled in it from different hood pin at locations. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, no. So I uh, thank Robert Balcom for helping me out with a hood. So we got that squared away, and we'll be ready to rock. I, I think we got a shot at it. I mean, we were only a couple of hundreds off what the winner was last week, so... Yeah. I think we got a good shot, so hopefully, when that thing comes off the trailer and uh, the loose nut behind the wheel does his job, we might be all right.
2: <laughs> that that hood has a little bit of experience and some memories—good, bad, and indifferent.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that hood's been bent up so many times. I, it's it's funny because it's gonna. I'm, I think I'm gonna take it over to my new house and I'm gonna put it in the ceiling in <laughs> my man cave and just screw it to the ceiling and just have it in there. I think that'd just be super cool to have hanging in there. What's that? It's my hood, along with my Bubba Pollard autographed roof. It's got to go in there with my trophies, which I have a bunch of those too. Uh, okay, so. we
2: got a hood, we got a roof, we got a fender. What we got, we got to get rear quarter panels? <laughs>
1: yeah, I got a I got a Pollard Motorsports quarter panel yeah, I can right, get well, there from and It's sitting over there, you know. I mean, uh, hey, we got all that, but yeah, we're gonna have some fun, man. And we we there's a slight chance we might go to Mobile Saturday night, but it all depends on if Ben Cranford wants to buy a couple tires. Cause I'm not going over there with no tires and they run a different tire and it's a $50 tran, uh, rental of the uh, Transpo- transponder. Yeah. So, uh
0: <laughs> <That's> um, <different.
1: laughs> yeah, it's, that's kind of ridiculous if you ask me, but you, you get your money back. I didn't know that it's a $50 rental fee. And then at the end of the night, when you turn your transponder, and you get your $50 back. I said, well, why don't you just hold my driver's license? Why do I have to give you 50 bucks? But that's Gina. I don't. And you're racing for $300 and that won't even cover the two tires you have to buy. Yeah. So Mm. yeah, it's, it's kind of not worth to go over, but if Ben wants to go and Ben's willing to load my car and take it over there, I'll go race.
2: Well, you know what they say, if you want to make a million dollars
0: in racing, (laughs) start with 10.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) You know, and and this weekend happens to be, you know, a Friday night, Saturday night locally, but then this whole weekend, Memorial day weekend week, we're actually in, um, Friday, Saturday here, Five flag speedway and immobile international and then sunday we've got the big the big three which is one of my favorite race weekends of the year uh with a race at monaco and the f1 indy 500 and coke 600 so this weekend is going to be huge for racing (laughs) better have a lot of caffeine on hand
1: yeah i just hope it's a i hope there's some good shows man i really hope that even you know nascrap puts on a good show i some of the, their all-star race was a joke. I mean, you know, how do you, how do you throw a caution 50 feet from the start-finish line with a car that brushes the wall? And I'm going to say this real quick. I was a big Carl Edwards fan, and he got screwed out of a championship because NASCAR threw a debris caution, and there was no debris, and then him and Joey Logano wrecked. So I got nothing for them anymore. Man. But anyway... I digress.
2: <laughs> it happens occasionally. Yeah, it does. I've been to Indy twice. That is the world's largest party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've
1: heard the snake pit. you got to go to the snake Ooh, pit. That's yeah. what they were talking about. You know, and go find a i turn break. one
0: because that's where all the bikers are.
1: Oh, <laughs> <So>. gotcha. <laughs>
0: Well, have got a, a, a quick rundown, um, you know, going through this weekend from uh, last weekend we talked about in the last episode with the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour at Franklin County Speedway. It just, they had a pro late model race and a Cars Tour late model stock race. Um, and we talked to a lot of these guys, Ryan Moore, uh, Luke Fenhouse from the Arkham Midwest Tour up there in Slinger and Madison in Wisconsin, Kale Gale, which is a, a pretty much a, Mobile, a, a regular guy. Yeah, he's it's, from uh, Mobile. Um, that we we're very familiar with. Austin McDonald and William helped me. wallets. Yeah, there you go. Uh, finished fifth at the Pro Late Model race there in Franklin County. and it, It's actually a really, really good race. But Ryan Moore, Luke Fenhouse, and Kale Gale really put on a show. The Cars Tour Late Model stock, uh, Carson Quapel, which we all know about, uh, with the Junior Motorsports, uh, took um, Josh Berry's spot in that series. Josh mm-hmm. Berry moved on to the Xfinity full-time with Junior Motorsports. And Carson Quapel, the son of the copples that uh, were in the uh, Cup Series and trucks and everything. Uh, Travis. Travis, Travis, yes, yes. Travis, Travis yeah, that's, that's his it. daddy. Kyle Dudley, Jacob Hefner, Zach Miracle, and Mason Diaz around the top five of that big race, and I mean, um, you know, that was just a recap of some of the big races that we had this past weekend. We mentioned it in the last episode.
1: Congratulations, <laughs> good, good racing, I will tell you. They, they, but the Cars Tour went to got it. They went away from superlates and went to prolates and the uh, the stock late model stocks. So. Ought to be pretty interesting to watch those guys because you know the pro late models are under horsepowered, but they put on a pretty good show. I mean, like well, at Five Flags, this oh, last yeah. pro late model race we had was a dadgum good it race. Was great. So yeah. I mean, you know, the pros are stepping up. I mean, the supers you got tons of horsepower, so you know I love to watch those guys too. But
0: well, um, we can catch up a little bit some other news uh, after this, but I want I want to bring this up and. Uh, Kind of bring the guest on with the phone with us it uh, He's right. in our studio uh, remotely by phone. Uh, his name is Jerry DeLuca is uh, the executive producer of motorcycle wars. And uh, we, we were privileged enough to talk to him uh, a week ago uh, to find out a little bit more about what, uh, what he's got going on and uh, what this is all about. And uh, we were just as curious as anybody else would be. And that's why he's here. And uh, Jerry, thanks so much for uh, arranging this with us and, uh, Welcome to our show,
3: Thomas. I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, it's an absolute honor to to be part of your podcast. Uh, when I read up on it, I uh, was super intrigued. Uh, the, the the critical words for me is short track, uh, and we'll explain why, why they those are. Uh, but Ted, uh, pleasure to to meet you, and, and Jim, of course, your racing like stories are awesome. And, uh, I understand that you do impressions. Maybe you, uh, at the end of the, the show, you can give us a couple of impressions, but, uh, my heart belongs to where Ted's, uh, lives and it's pretty well in the video production, yep. but, uh, yeah, I have to tell you, it's, it's all about racing for me and the stories about the people in, uh, all kind all kinds of racing, uh, mostly Thomas, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm up here in Canada uh, the beer is great, and uh, I, I think we got the best beer in North America, quite honestly, but uh, don't tell anyone.
2: That. <laughs> we
0: won't mention that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we can work out a deal later. <laughs> oh, soon. Yeah. Well, how did, uh, how did you get interested in uh, this sort of short track realm? I know it, that we're getting into the motorcycle wars, which is a two-wheel situation. Um, yeah. m- it may not be oval, it may not be flat track, it may not be dirt, it may be a road course in a shorter circuit, but what drove you to get to this point and take us through that uh, Motorcycle Wars journey?
3: Okay, that, that's fantastic. Thanks for asking. I love talking about this. Uh, it goes way back to when I was uh, maybe 10 years old when I first started falling in love with anything that had a motor. Uh, two-stroke in particular, but uh, that's, that's my motocross days. But uh, I, I just fell in love with uh, the idea of racing and uh, purpose-built machines. And what I, what I mean by that is you take any kind of uh, four wheels and you put a, a big motor in it, or two wheels even, you you put a racing motor in it, and it's only meant for one thing, to have fun, go fast and just race. It's not really about uh, uh, anything more than that. It's just about fun. And over the years, I... Uh, I got closer to bikes. i built many. Um, I actually built one not too long ago from scratch, and uh, that just led me to meeting more people, and uh, racing people are the best people on the planet, man. Um, motorcycle people are great, but uh, I don't know if you knew this, Thomas, uh, Ted, and Jim, but uh, I was actually a second mechanic for about a year and a half. I did 17 races in the IRL League. I didn't mention that last time. Wow. <laughs>
1: Yikes. Cool. <laughs>
3: yeah, that, yeah I, I traveled the states uh, from Florida to, to Arizona. It was, it was a great experience. I met a lot of people doing that. Uh, what we were, we were a Canadian race car team, and uh, we were uh, we were supporting the big boys, the uh, the uh, the IRL and Car, the big cars. We were the, kind of the uh, the Infinity Pro Series it was called back then. Not sure what it's called now, but uh, I think maybe Indulite it's called now. And, uh, so each, each weekend we raced around and, um, we were supporting even the, uh, the NASCAR trucks. I know you said something funny, uh, uh, Jim, a little earlier about NASCAR, but, um, it's all racing to me and it was a lot of fun. It's loud. And Texas for me was the most interesting track to watch. In any case, um, I met TV people during this whole time and sponsorship people. And I, I have a crazy imagination, and I love racing, and I love video, uh, uh, video content, producing it. So uh, without boring you too much, one, one thing led to another. And uh, I came up with this idea for um, capturing the stories uh, in a racing uh, environment. But it's very difficult. You guys have been to many races, of course. Uh, most often the races are controlled by race operations and there's a large grid, and you've got a lot of a, uh, safety uh, events going on. So it's hard for someone who's interested in capturing stories to have enough focus to to um, interview people, uh, the, to say the least.
2: Yeah, access uh, can be so, very limited sometimes. <laughs> that is a problem.
3: Right. So when, when Jim's racing, he's focused on his racing. Uh, he doesn't really want to stop for a camera, but... My idea was if you if you build an event, perhaps something that's a little bit easier to film um, and controlled by, um, like, it doesn't go live. Racing doesn't start until the director is ready. So we have to build an event that we're kind of in control of without taking the element of what racing is about. The essence of racing has to exist. So I had a few riders uh, and it, incidentally, uh, this is with two-wheeled sport because with four-wheel, believe it or not, it's a little bit more of a challenge.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: I said, let's, let's go to two wheels and see if it makes it a bit easier. Because ultimately, I want to capture the real people, the real stories, and 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 make it unscripted, not a reality TV show. No. I want it to be a a, a real <laughs> racing event with mm. all the high stakes that are there, uh, but at the same time. Have the freedom to capture Jim's ideas or any other racer's ideas.
0: Or you think so, maybe maybe an event like a Isle of Man or uh, like a series where you have multiple races in what your competition's all about?
3: Yeah. So um, I, I I think anything could apply as long as the event is, has some control with uh, the the cameras and the directors. Um, mm-hmm. The track has to be shorter. Uh, only simply because it makes it a lot easier to move around on the, on the theater, uh, right, uh, as opposed to uh, when it's really large, you have a lot more ground to cover. Um, so the concept of motorcycle wars is get an event with the same stakes, so you have to have the riders design the race. Uh, I, I'm not a racer. I love racing. I've been around it ever since I was a, a young lad. I, I remember my first formula one race in 1972 at Mossport, uh, used to be called more Mossport. Now it's the Canadian tire motorsport Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was right. I, I was intrigued by that. And, uh, it has stuck with me ever since. And I, I love it so much. I don't race, but my passion's still there. So I, I figured why not? produce some really good video content, uh, create a, a franchise series, and maybe I can spread the word and get more people interested in, in racing, all right. forms of racing. This doesn't have to be just uh, motorcycles, but right now it is because it's, it's, uh, it's easier and more cost-effective for me because we're at the ground level here. right? We've produced one, one event and we captured it. It worked well. Lots of learning to happen, right? You got to oh, start somewhere.
2: Always. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, I, you know, I I would even think of. Uh, we talked last week about possibly even coming down to Pensacola, Florida, right? You no, know, um, anything, anything, uh, anything's possible as long as we have some time to plan it. And with, with these phone calls and uh, uh, meetings online, we could certainly arrange something that would be a lot of fun, man
1: well the, th- the thing about motorcycles is you have a lot of amateurs there's a lot of guys that 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 ride we have professionals here in pensacola that ride and not only the the sport bikes or the racing bikes also and the cool thing i, I like your concept about motorcycles you can walk right up to the guy as he's sitting on the line and yeah. talk to him you don't have you're we're not you're not strapped inside a car with a I think he's got a helmet on, but you could you could walk, literally walk up to him moments before he takes off and say, hey, what do you think? How do you feel? Are you ready? You know, and, and yeah. are, you know you, what I mean? You got the vision. Yeah, you got the
3: vision. That's exactly the point. Get people really intimately close. You get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Once you got, you know, the few words coming out of the, the rider's helmet, uh, then you walk off and then you hand over control to race operations. And then, you know, you set up cameras, you set up what you want you've had enough practice to set up the cameras let the racers do what they do it's right. a, it's about their passion right and we want to capture that
0: right so what what is it more what is it more about this amateurs um and the yeah. elimination series uh what your idea of that competition would be like with the professionals on that side and at the end yeah. it being an amateur against a pro is that yeah. uh, like um are we talking i'm going to go into a a scenario of a series, uh, whether it be super late models or a pro late model or, you know, even on the upper series. Um, how how does the amateur, through that process, get to finally get to the end with the professional and right. what, what is the prize at the end?
3: Okay, so great question, man. I mean, that's a critical question. That's, that's what the racing is all about. So uh, what we do is we invite riders, right? uh they're all everyone who's racing has to be licensed they've got to have some experience being on a track otherwise we'd have a a chaos thing uh we don't want that we don't want people getting hurt mm. so you have a series of amateurs licensed they have some experience riding and racing right uh so they've gone through their um their weekends of uh, uh competition uh, but maybe just not as many as the pros so Let's say we've got a grid of 32 riders. A normal race, you'd have uh, 20 riders on the roster, and it's a a mix of amateurs. Uh, You don't have the pros racing with these fellas. Uh, So you get a series of amateurs racing, maybe the grid's 20 bikes big, and you race for 15, maybe 21 laps, something like that. Uh, That's not what we do. We do head-to-head racing. So you've got about 32 riders. 16 of them are amateurs, 16 are pros. And uh, these are designations from the current either local or regional racing or even national racing that they run, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So of the 16 amateurs, they will compete amongst themselves, and you will find one champion amateur. The pros, same idea. You have 16 pros. Now, once again, when I say pros, these are the guys who have got a little bit more money perhaps, have maybe 10 years worth of racing, regional experience, the grassroots, these are all grassroots racers, and some possible national series racers. So um, and you'll so the 16 pros will go against each other, and you find one pro champion. So now by the end of the series, which could be about eight, eight episodes long, you'll have an opportunity where the champion amateur and the champion pro will negotiate some form of handicap for the, uh, the amateur because you've got to have a big gamble. Doesn't everyone want to see the underdog take on the pro?
0: Always. Oh, right. the last, oh, yeah.
3: The last race is something of some fun for the, for the audience, that's for sure, because it's just a real human interest story now, right? you got an amateur versus a pro. Let's give the amateur some kind of a handicap that he's ahead of the the pro. And uh, then you see what happens. Does the negotiation work with the pro? Does the negotiation work better for the amateur? So you've got all these questions. It would make for an interesting final race, something that um, maybe the the, the amateur can prove himself or herself.
0: Right. Right. How much, how much of this uh, is the, in the forward progress, and, and how much of it do you have in place, and how soon can we expect first event or, or witnessing it for the first time?
3: I'm crossing my fingers. I've got a team working on it. There's uh, about six of us hard at work doing this. Uh, of course, I, I created it. I'm kind of leading it, but I can't do everything. And uh, sales is not my thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've got a, a really good team uh, getting some brand sponsors, uh, sponsors, brand partners in there. And uh, we're hoping to shoot something in September. Cross my fingers and my toes. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, anything can happen. Things are looking good. Uh, we're just about landing the venue, which is uh, one of the more important aspects of it. Right. Got to start <laughs> playing the production. We've got the uh, the film crew production that's set to go. Uh, race operations that's a separate entity to pull off this event and that's set to go. Uh, venue we've got a few to pick, uh, but the first main event, the uh, first main. I mean, we've done a few, but none of them has um, been as large as what we're about to do, and uh, it'll be interesting to have thirty-two riders on the uh, well, what I like to call the theater, the race, racing theater. Um, yeah, this would be the first time we have uh, 32 uh, riders. So like I was saying, it's a one-on-one, head-to-head. It's like drag racing. I like to describe it this way, guys. Um, it's like drag racing, but you've got corner-for-corner battles. you got three laps, not 21 laps. Mm. So it's, the, it's <laughs> almost like if you're watching any kind of racing the best racing is always the last few laps isn't right it? right absolutely mm.
2: yeah exactly okay. yeah
3: and the strategies the these guys have to use to only set up for a a, a three-lap race is interesting too uh, i know some guys preheat their um, fork oil uh and 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 of course, they're heating up their tires like right. crazy.
2: Tire warmers. It's right. the last
3: three laps. What's your bike like? What's your What's your machine doing in uh, the last three laps of a uh, normal race? Right.
2: Yeah, everything's heated up and it's it's ready to rock and it's going to get exciting in the last, especially with the last lap of three. You're really going to be pushing the limits.
0: Yeah, and going head to head. Yeah. So oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's yeah you're you're taking. I love this combination of short track. Albeit uh, two wheels, but at short track, maybe first and second going at it head to head, and then it's a process of elimination through amateurs and pros. They're doing the same thing, right?
3: Right. Yeah. So it's a, an elimination process, much like drag racing. So you're you're going through uh, an elimination process for the am for the amateurs, and same thing for the pros. And uh, the grid size thirty two is the biggest we've done, uh, but I could imagine you can go. Uh, much bigger than that. And it's interesting for this is the cool part. Um, you've got constant racing for an audience. Right. Uh, so when a race starts, you've got 20 laps, let's say. Um, audience might start to lose their interest unless they're focused on specific drivers. In this circumstance, the entire audience is focused on uh, two riders for maybe three minutes, race is over. Next. And right. you just keep doing that all day. So it would be kind of interesting to see uh, how the audience picks up on this uh, intensity.
0: Right, right. What kind of uh, financial backing you have behind you with this idea?
3: Uh, up to now, guess what, guys? <laughs> My pocket.
1: <laughs> Ouch. I've been there, done that. It, you know sure. what?
3: It's incredible how, look, it, it, it's not a lot of money, quite honestly. Right. Um, I mean, you you can't take any good risk without uh, having some kind of an investment. Right. Um, but uh, I have uh, pinched my pennies, and uh, I've gotten a lot of super super people. And this brings up another subject of how important it is to pull any grand scheme. You need really nice, good people, and you got to treat people really, really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you can't BS. You can't BS anybody. Um, maybe on the track when you're racing against someone, that's a different story. That's a completely different story, but to pull off an event like this, you need a lot of volunteers up to now. I've had awesome volunteers help me. And, uh, um, I've, uh, I've been able to land some really good camera people. And, uh, and by the way, uh, and this is where uh, I, I think Ted was talking about his editing skills uh, or <laughs> mm. lack thereof.
2: Yeah, a little <laughs> how much,
3: or how much he loves it.
2: <laughs> you never editing, love it uh, to do it. Editing
3: doesn't editing doesn't come cheap. So
2: no.
3: I learned how to do it, and, right. and um, that's that's one of the things that you got to do. Um, maybe I'm not the best, that's for sure. But you got to do some stuff. I I've edited well enough to present the idea to to important people that will help me pull this off
0: and there you go so we're we're looking at uh, maybe sometime in september is that what you that what you anticipate yeah that's right and what kind of uh, commercial affiliation with this might be involved with the motorcycle wars
3: so you mean what kind of uh people would uh find it uh, uh- User-friendly for uh, marketing their brands.
0: Well, is it uh, going to be a uh, an electronic stream, or will it be through a network that you know might be like a like oh I see. Yeah, yeah, speed, yeah. T- speed TV kind of thing? Distribution. Or? distribution yeah. The,
3: the idea. The idea is to produce high quality with a uh, very skilled supervision but above my above my level of uh, uh, skill set. Uh, so someone is going to be supervising my edits so that it is produced in such a way that uh, the big broadcasters would find interest in it. So here's the thing. Uh, we're doing this. Uh, we could certainly broadcast it on a, as a web series, and that was one of the things that I have actually done with it. Uh, but the goal is to present it to the a larger mass of people, to get people that normally wouldn't come see a motorcycle race, for example, at Pensacola, the, the oval. Um, I, I think Jim alluded to last, last time we spoke that, uh, at times you can, you can carve out the center of the track or maybe that was Ted who was talking about that to Most turn it into thing. a, right. So it's turn it into a, uh, just, uh, not a complete oval. You use the oval for sure, but you want to, turn it a, a little bit into a road circuit for the, for the bikes
1: to that. go around. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they do it for a race we have in January every year called the Sweat Hog Grand Prix and it's it's a road course. <laughs> it's
2: different. i yeah. tell you. Right. People so aren't you ever used what? to turning right yeah, have to turn right all of a sudden. <laughs> it gets a little different. <laughs>
3: yes. So let's try something new. Maybe uh, one of these events and bring up spectators. You, you make it interesting for spectators. Uh, we might gain a new group of people that fall in love with not only the short track style of racing, uh, but maybe even motorcycles.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you know, <laughs> you've got a lot of motorcycle enthusiasts around here because of the, the fact that, you know, it's so warm down here. People ride all the time. I mean, it's even right. in the winter time, people ride a lot. And yeah. if you could get those guys, even like the biker bikers and mm-hmm. the, and the, the, the crotch rocket guys and people excited about it, they probably come out and, you know, you could maybe you add, see. you can maybe add like a uh, like a burnout competition or something to keep yeah. those guys. I mean, not on your TV part, but like part of the event would be like you know for the guys yeah. to do burnouts or trick oh, yeah. riding stuff like that. Right. That that would bring exactly. interest in, and then you could have your show, and then it would be. You know what I mean? I, I think, it, you know, there's different things you can do to, to, to attract people as well as your plan, which I like. I think it's a cool idea. It reminds me of the show Pinks, that drag racing show where they would, they yeah. would, they would line people up and race and they'd come down to the final two and then they would make a decision on, well, you give me a, a car length or you, you know, you got to turn your nitrous bottle off or, you know, I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. the, you got to do the give and take. Like you said, the professional versus the, the uh amateur
3: yes you nailed it jim hey you know what um i don't mind boring some great ideas at work uh there's a little bit of uh i you know a little bit from everything to to make a new idea and mm-hmm. pinks was certainly a really cool show and the burnouts man yeah that's that's huge um whether it's harley davidson's or uh uh the uh, crotch rockets right. uh, a burnout is always amazing i've got footage of burnouts like crazy everyone loves the burnout the last few uh, <laughs> millimeters of their tires
2: right down nothing. <laughs> it's it's to nothing
1: like yeah i did that i used to do that in high school that truck i had i'd do burnouts like pop a right rear tire and then <laughs> had to put my spare on to get home <laughs> my dad always wondered how that happened <laughs> I don't know, Dad. A tire went out.
0: Well, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm pretty excited about uh, you know what's coming up from uh, Motorcycle Wars. Uh, this is uh, Jerry Deluca, the executive producer, and I would assume the founder uh, of Motorcycle Wars, and uh, what we know about it. And uh, I can't tell you enough, uh, Jerry, about uh, the excitement that um, I feel. Uh, about witnessing some of this uh, competition and all of us here uh at the studio wish you all the luck in the world and uh, we're going to be behind you we'll support you any way we can we appreciate your time to take out uh to be with us and um uh we look for something in the news we can pass on in uh the next few months uh sure. with uh you know some updates and uh whatever we can do we uh we appreciate that. We'll help you out.
1: Yeah, we'll help you, you we can.
3: Yeah, thank you so much. We will stay in contact for sure.
0: Definitely.
1: And
3: now it's time for Jim's impressions.
1: <laughs> no, we, we'll we'll do that. I'll do them for yeah. you some other time. I'm not going to do them on the air because. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a segment, but but man, it's it's been really good talking to you. And, and uh, if there's anything we can do to help you, I mean, like I said, it's this is a cool concept. Yeah. We like the idea.
0: Yeah.
1: And thank hey, you, you for staying contact. And thank you for thinking about us. We do appreciate it.
0: Yes, it is reciprocal. No problem. Yep.
1: Yeah, thank you very much.
0: We will stay in touch. And um, thank you to all the listeners for this and uh, for uh, Jerry DeLuca, the executive producer. uh, Motorcycle Wars coming up and a a TV show series coming up. Uh, I look forward to it. I can't wait.
1: Yep, good deal. Coming to a TV near you. That's right. That's right. right so uh
0: thank you very much uh, i appreciate everybody in- involved it's always a pleasure to get with you guys and talk short track racing oh yeah now we've included two wheels which is not a big deal to me it's they, it. you know racing is racing to us we okay. are three short track guys that's right <laughs> so uh thanks for everybody listening and thank you for your support your support is our motivation and we will talk to you next week and oh, guys can, we, we cannot leave without ten. one <laughs> two three let's, <laughs> let's go brandon good night everybody